Hello and welcome back to Tokyo for tonight's coverage of the Staggering Stories Olympics. In tonight's show, we have Great Britain's El Presidente taking part in the World Domination Contest. He faces stiff competition from the Russian and Chinese competitors, but we're confident that he'll gain a medal position, definitely. Later on, we'll see Crumbly in the Silly Voices discipline. He's been honing his William Shatner since Rio 2016. You remember that one? That was the year of the incident. And things are very much in his favour. More highlights include Keith Dunn in the Knobbly Knees contest, his distorted patellas will see him comfortably through, and later on Jean Riddler will be in the crisis discipline. Can she dissolve into laughter and leave with a medal and hopefully a dry seat as well? We'll soon find out. All this and more in tonight's show. Welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... An absolute demon with the deep heat when called for. I was, yes. (laughs) The one problem is that is I went to the loo afterwards. Without washing his hands. Uh, Ow. The scream broke glass. Mm, Yeah, I'm not surprised. Right, anyway, without further ado, strange Olympic disciplines besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What's happened? You know, it's Nothing been a bit so quiet much. recently. Yeah, we had yeah. to scrabble around a bit. Mm. Wataka and Chibnall prepare for their end. Ooh. Surprising nobody, the BBC has confirmed the long-rumoured departure of Jodie Wataka from Doctor Who. Less expected was the announcement that current showrunner Christopher A. Chibnall will scuttle away at the same time. Chibnall said in the press release... Jodie and I made a three-series and out-packed with each other at the start of this once-in-a-lifetime blast. So now our shift is done and we're handing back the TARDIS keys. I wish our successors, whoever the BBC and BBC Studios choose, as much fun as we've had. They're in for a treat. Witaka added... So here we are, weeks away from wrapping up the best job I've ever had. And I don't think I'll ever be able to express what this role has given me. I will carry the Doctor and the lessons I've learned forever. Besides revealing Wataka and Chibnall's exit pact, we have also learned more about the episodes yet to come. Series 13 will not be 13 episodes long, nor the 12 of the Capaldi era, or even the 10 of Wataka's first two series, but instead just six episodes. Those episodes will in some way be part of one long story, presumably more integrated than just having a repeated name like Bad Wolf or Torchwood sprinkled about (laughs) in otherwise separate stories. Those six episodes will appear this year, but that won't be the end for the 13th Doctor. Next year, 2022, we'll see three specials, the final of which will say goodbye to Witaka and see off Chibnall as part of the BBC's centenary (laughs) celebrations in the autumn. 
The timings of the prior two are unclear right now, but we can probably expect another New Year's special and maybe an Easter special. More on this later in the podcast. Mm. But I, what, what I've noticed and what I've interested in is until the, the trolls have got in, yeah. most of the responses are, it's a shame to see her go. Yes. Chibnall, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> harsh, maybe. He's not been the greatest, but he's not. Oh, no, not really. Well, <laughs> Neil Gaiman has ruled himself out. Oh, has he? I hadn't yeah. heard that. And J. He's Michael Straczynski has basically said, if you want me, just call me. Yeah, yeah he's just so cool. He's thrown his hat into the ring. Yeah. Oh, that would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Can, I, can I do a further addendum? Come on. Oh. Right. The six episodes will be followed by three specials. Yes, yeah. we just said that. The first of which will air on New Year's Day in 2022, which is now being confirmed. The last of which will form part of the 60th anniversary kickoffs and will be the regeneration story. Okay. Yeah, it's not part of the 60th, it's part of the centenary for the BBC. Sorry, the centenary, centenary for the BBC. And, and, and Jacob oh, oh. Anderson will be playing. I think the equivalent of like a Sarah Kingdom, like a companion for for the uh, just for the series yeah. for yes. the one story. He was Grey Worm in in Game of Thrones. Ah. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't recognise him at all from the picture. Yeah. He, no, yeah, well, he's been yeah, in the trailer. It's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, he's got hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got dreads. Yeah. Dreads. We have Netflix news. Oh, Ooh. do we? What have yes, they cancelled now? They oh. haven't. Oh. Sweet Tooth. Netflix allows it. To live. Sweet Tooth is a rare beast amongst Netflix series these days. Namely, it's been granted a second season. Jim Mickley, executive producer, writer, director, T-boy and general hmm. showrunner of Sweet Tooth said of this unusual event... It's been equally thrilling and heartwarming to experience how people around the world have been falling in love with our dear boy. We couldn't be more excited. Get the pole, get the pole. Ah, bondage. <laughs> we couldn't be more excited to continue our collaboration with Netflix and keep Gus and his friends on their extraordinary journey. It's so, you know, for one's so young, it's such a shame to see him go to pieces so quickly. I'm just worried that he just spoke about bondage whilst talking about a small boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These new... Eight episodes of season two will join the eight of season one that you can already watch on Netflix. And if you haven't, give it a go. It's really Very good. good. The second season might appear towards the end of next year or early 2023. Oh God, that seems like such a long time away. Mm. 2023. It won't be. It won't be. <laughs> I remember getting overexcited when 1980 rolled around, thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> this is the future. I remember my teacher on my first day writing April the 4th, 1974, up on the blackboard with chalk. And now it's 2023. And Keith, for some reason, isn't dead. (laughs) Or will be. (laughs) Hey! More Doctor Who news! Doctor Who, Martha Jones is back! 
caveat in audio, audio. form. <laughs> audio mongers Big Finish have another notch to add to their Doctor Who stars postbed. This time for the charming Freema Adjaman out of her Martha Mm. Jones retirement. The resulting new box set will reveal to us the activities of Martha Jones during her year roaming the master-controlled Earth, Mm -hmm. set between 2007's TV episodes, Mm. The Sound of Drums, and The Last of the Time Lords. Uh, Joining her will be Adjua Ando reprising her role as Martha's mother, Francine Jones. Adjaman said of the box set, We really didn't know what Martha was going to through that year on Earth. We see her embark on it, and we see the conclusion of it. But it's so interesting to really see her as an ordinary person, trying to do extraordinary things. She has incredible independence and strength, so I think she can rely upon that. But it's been great to see how she does ebb and flow throughout that journey (laughs) the year of martha jones will be released in december as both a cd box set for (laughs) 19.99 or as a download only for (laughs) 16.99 comprising of three stories i'll look forward to that one Hmm. they've done this well not big finish haven't done this but i'm sure bbc books released a book the year of Martha, or something. Okay. Like. It, it, I'm sure they did. It does sound familiar, I, I have to admit. They did one for Trenzalore, they did a River Song, collected stories. I can't remember a Martha one, but I, maybe. Yeah, no, I'm sure they did. I, I, I Bear with me, I shall have to have a look, and I may not get back to you during this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was worried what happened to her voice. <laughs> Two cigarettes well, well, She's a 60-a-day girl. Must mm, be, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Any more news? Neil Gaiman. Dead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm bit, so sorry. It's a little bit harsh. Is that wishful thinking? No. <laughs> a Nancy Boys TV series coming. Yay. Yeah. I like that book. Hot on the heels of announcing a second season for, for Good Omens, now Gaiman is adding another project to his busy schedule, a six-part limited TV series for Amazon based on his novel Anansi Boys. Can I hold you there? Mm-hmm. I need to take a poll here. Mm. How do you pronounce his name? I say Gaiman. I say Gaiman. I say Gaiman. I think he says Gaiman too. I say All right. Gaiman. You bastard. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where am I? He's still going to pronounce it Gaiman, though, just, yeah. to, just to wind you up. <laughs> Gaiman will share writing and executive producer duties with legendary David Bellamy impersonator, Sir Lenworth George Henry. <laughs> Gaiman said with his partnership, I am thrilled that Selene Henry is one of our ex- executive producers. He was there when it was conceived. He narrated the audiobook and has kept the heart of the production true. Amazon, meanwhile, told us a little, little about the story. And Nancy Boys follows Charlie Nancy, a young man who is used to being embarrassed by his estranged father. But when his father dies... Charlie discovers that his father was Ananthe, tricks the god of stories. Filming will begin in Scotland sometime later this year. Mm. Oh, I look forward to that one. I don't know anything about that story, I have to say. Yeah, no. I, I've heard the name. It's, I yeah. assumed it was some kind of pun, but... Uh. It's, it's, yes, uh, one's hoping it is a bit of a pun. <laughs> yeah. It's a spin-off from American Gods. Oh, is it? Okay. Because uh, yeah, Anansi, uh, Anansi was, uh, is the spider trickster god mm, uh, in American Gods. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Uh, of uh, African folklore, I yes. believe. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. 
It's the one who stole fire from the gods and that done was, all, no, all... That was Prometheus. No, no, not in the African. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, all manner of... Um, Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. So a, a similar mix of Prometheus meets Loki. Oh, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But with spiders. Ugh. Or hell, the great one. No, it's, just, it's just a lovely scene in the book where um, our hero has realised his life's not all it's he assumed it was, and has spotted a spider spinning a web on a bush and checking that no one's watching, has leaned down and said, could you ask my brother to come and see me, and then walked away quickly in case anyone saw, and his brother showed up at the door because the spider had gone and got him. Yeah. Any addendums? Have we any addendums? Are we out of news? We have finished sure. the news, but I have well, an addendum. Oh, well. oh. Do you? I do. Have you told me about this addendum? Probably not. Ah. Oh. Keeping secrets. Well, you yeah. It used to be ex- that we told each other everything. You, excuse me, excuse yes. me. You, you, last time you kept the uh, new source book, role-playing source book, hidden from me. Even, I did. Even though I knew about it myself. I anyway. wanted to surprise you because I love you. <laughs> fool for that, Keith, and you're fool for anything. <laughs> What's your addendum? My addendum. It's still back with Master Gaiman. Gaiman. <laughs> What's he done now? Well, um Is he dead. Not yet. No, not no. yet. Not yet. We had <laughs> so bad. On on Audible last year, I think it was, they released um Sandman so season indeed. one. Oh, yep. Yeah. They have gone for Sandman season oh, two. Oh yes, I did hear about that. Yes. And we have uh, quite an impressive Who cast list. Okay. Uh, what is it? Arthur Darvall, Louise Jameson is appearing in it. Mm. We have James McAvoy is recreating Morpheus as, yeah. as last time. Yep. Uh, we have Michael Sheen back as Lucifer again. Okay. Bill Nye as Odin. Okay. Probably without his stylish tie. Probably yeah, without his stylish tie. tie, yeah. And also we have Loki being played by David Tennant. Mm. Okay, mm. so a bit of a who reunion yeah. there. Yeah, there's there's quite a few few names sort of popping mm, up there. Okay. I'm going to have to try Pretty and listen well to the first one again because I really didn't enjoy it. But you know, yeah. perhaps I was in the wrong frame of mind. It's quite a bitty thing, mm. yeah, because it is issue by issue. So it's a series of about six different stories, really. Yeah, so it's all little self-contained. Yeah, there's, there's a bit disconcerting at times. So the first one I think sort of sets it up and has sort of plot threads that isn't returned to in the first one but will we return to in the sixth one down the line i saw our first came to neil gaiman was through reading some of his very early um graphic novels comics which were like one-off stories but there were tableaus in there and you know Mm -hmm. quite interesting and that's the end of the news Right now, the news of Wataka and Chibnall exiting stage left, bye bye, pursued by a bear, <laughs> has prompted us to come up with lists, mm. not lists, lists of the people we think would make a good doctor because Ooh. everyone else is doing it. So why don't we? Yep. See that bandwagon? We're going to jump <laughs> right, on, right it. on it. But first, but you let's... know me, I'm going to be staggering behind. Wait for me. Wait for me. Let's pause for music. Right now, 
now, did you chaps do your homework for once? Uh, are, are we doing both Fair the sensible you. list and the silly we'll list? We'll start with the sensible list. Well, I, I've got a sensible list and I've got four names for my silly list. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. One of them's really, really silly. And what, what I like about my list is that, I mean, there's women on it. Thank you, indeed. Now it's home to anybody. I've tried to go all over the place. So I will start with a woman. A woman? A woman. A A woman, woman, my lord! Lenora Critchlow. Oh, okay, yep. She played Annie in In Being Human. Indeed she did. She was the ghost. Yep. And I was very, 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 very impressed with her in Being Human. And she's just quirky enough i think to make a rather good doctor okay and she she has been in it before yes she was oh so she was gridlock in, uh, gridlock yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah she had kittens she did literally. <laughs> well, literally yeah so yes she's my first one okay my first one is actually uh three or four different people really? <laughs> that's it adam, adam, adam lays down the rules and then ignores them well, no, I, I laid down the rules i'm gonna say he ignored them <laughs> pretty much anybody who played loki <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think he made great doctor. Mm-hmm. Sophia de Martino, I think her name is, yeah. who played yeah. uh, Sylvie. I think she made great doctor. Richard Lee Grant Definitely. has played the doctor and yeah. would be great doctor again. The alligator, clearly. Yeah. Well, that, that would be my front runner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way he conducted himself, his range just yeah. in that part alone was yeah, so somebody's hand. We've never had Completely. that before. That would be a new thing to yeah. doctor. I think there definitely is a crossover between that. Loki character and some some you could do that well, could what, do the doctor. What's yeah. actually happened is what you don't realise is Alligator Loki was a past doctor and ah. Davros actually pissed him off, which is where the hand's gone. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah you're see? right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a, a, a big who vibe running through uh, Loki anyway to begin with. I think yeah, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Go on then, Ridley Bum. Well, mine's slightly more sensible. But it's simply not going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Sasha Dwayne. I think that's a sh- before he was cast before he was cast as the master when they did the adventure in Soap Basin Time or whatever it was I then thought he was a really good actor and he would make a really good doctor he would have done and I have seen him in several things subsequently now if the doctor can be a Castellar, a chance of regard, mm. and then be the doctor. Mm. And if the doctor can be a Roman Roman and be the doctor, why can't the next doctor to self the master take the master's face? The next doctor is going to hate him or herself, well, himself, so much that he punishes himself by being the face of his worst enemy. No, his best enemy. Oh. As I say, it's unlikely to happen. I'm really sorry about my reaction. Keith <laughs> read out a list from one of the magazines. I almost got beaten up. And it included that one. And I was just so she, ridiculously she, angry. She almost punished me. She thinks it's a good idea she thinks it's a good but she's he's, angry he's an excellent actor but no just no <laughs> yeah again i think it's similar to, to loki anybody that can play the master well mm. yeah can play the doctor well but once they played the master i think they probably can't play that's it, it. Oh, they no, can't. No, no, no. no this is why i say it's not gonna happen right my first choice my first sensible, sensible choice. choice okay jessica haswick was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Henwick, isn't it? Yeah, Henwick. Could be. I could be mispronouncing it. I do apologise. I. Yeah. Who I was she? Him. She was uh, in the Nevers. 
Oh, yes, yes, the, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. She, okay, was, oh, she, was, she was very good. Right, now I saw an interesting article on, uh, on the internet today uh, from the uh, Daily Record website. Mm. Apparently a lot of people are clamouring for Peter Capaldi to reprise the role. Oh, there's always calls for tenors of gun man. Yeah, but obviously I, the, the Daily Record being north of the uh, yeah. Hadrian's I, I will, <laughs> I will allow that simply because of the Day of the Doctor. Yeah, curator. Mm. Yeah, you, you might revisit a few of the old favourites. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit too soon. It's not, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how he'd be with a different showrunner. Yeah. That's true of all the Doctors, really. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen uh, Wataka well, yeah, somebody other than Chip. As, yeah. as, <laughs> as, as we said, um, as I said from the reports earlier in the news, yeah. is the fact that a lot of people are sorry to see her go. Yeah, completely. Because... She, most people think she hasn't had a real fair crack of the whip. Which, in terms of the number of episodes, she hasn't. But the, no. Mm, in, no. Regardless of your feelings of Chibnall. Well, as, as stated in the feedback, it was a three series and out. So. Right, my next one is Richard Dormer. He's, okay. We've just, been, we just blitzed through The Watch, which we'll be talking about later. Mm-hmm. And he was also Beric Dondarrion in Game of Thrones. And, yeah, I just, I just like the guy. I think he's he's got great style. I'm I'm not saying he needs to be Sam Vimes. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he can no, play drunk very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. I've got a lot of time for Richard Dormer, and I, mm. I think he would make an excellent Doctor. Which one was he in in uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, the one that kept getting being, being brought back to life with the uh, eye patch. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't recognise him at all. I saw somebody say he was in Game of Thrones. I thought, well, don't did you recognise him at all? <laughs> oh, that's that's for the um, yeah, for the watch. Yeah, yeah we talking about his later, yes. Yeah. That's, uh, but yeah. Uh, I think uh, for for the watch, he'd slimmed down a lot. He was a lot more bulkier in Game of Thrones. Right. So that's a big old sword to wield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> and also, Danish children's TV. <laughs> also, he had a lot of furs on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on then, boy. Uh, my one, it's where. Uh, Let's go for the old favourite of Patson Joseph. <laughs> Again, yeah. Again. Uh, I, I, I'm a cliche he, now, but you know. But I, I, he, has, <laughs> he has appeared in a time travel series. Admittedly, it was timeless and not yeah. Doctor Who. Mm. But yeah, there again, he did it. Well, yeah. We can't hold that against him. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he, he's actually been offered I, it I once or twice and turned it down, I yeah, think. I think he may be off, not necessarily offered the role, but offered the chance to go for the role. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, maybe he changed his mind now. Yeah, but always look back to the Marquis de Carabas. Yeah, he was the doctor. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's the doctor. This one's a little bit off left field, and I totally understand if no one's ever heard of him. If you say Michelle Gomez, <laughs> no one's pushing at you. No? Christian Coulston. Where's okay. he from? Tom Ridley from the Harry Potter movies. Oh, Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle, who's also been in The Good Liar and The Hours. And you know sometimes when you just see an actor and think... There's a lot going on there, acting-wise. Mm. Of course, think... it's been, what, years since Tom Riddle, so oh, he's, clear, yeah. he's clearly not a 14-year-old he's boy anymore. not yeah. a 14-year-old. He's <laughs> quite a good-looking chap, actually. Yeah. But the few things I've seen him in, yeah, I think he'd... Oh, and he'd an be that one. kind of, like, unknown name that doesn't come with any that's baggage. preconceived... a more likely yeah. casting. Somebody... All these people we say... Yeah. Are highly unlikely to be any of them. Oh God, yeah. As, yeah. as before, too, it's always somebody out of left field. Too well known. Yeah. That well, in that case, you go for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I really can't stand Robert Pattinson. Right. I, I would react as violently to him as I did to Gene just now. <laughs> yeah. He's really good in uh, Tenet. I, yeah. I don't know. I was asleep in the back you of the were car because <laughs> we parked 
eight miles away from the screen. You're in the second row. <laughs> Which was eight miles away from the screen. Robert Sheerhan. Oh, from Misfits and Umbrella Academy. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Which one was he? Uh, He was the... From Misfits, he was the one who couldn't die, Mm -hmm. kept on being resurrected. And from the Umbrella uh, Umbrella Academy, he was the one who could talk to the dead. Yeah. Oh, right. It's Irish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've not had an Irish doctor before. Uh, We've had every other... Nation of the I uh, maintain the UK. I, I maintain that it doesn't matter on the nationality if it's a good actor yeah. as long as yeah. it's played with a British accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, matters. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, all the actors I put down are British. Yeah, and I do think that's probably important. I think it's more important than if the showrunner's British, for yeah. example. Yeah. No, I, I like I like him. Yeah. But the question is, is his star rising that's, too fast? That's the, well, th- this this is perfect choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Presumably, not... he's busy still filming Umbrella. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, let's just say the usual suspects, really, which I've quoted in the past. I mean, Chris Marshall. I mean, his <laughs> oh. name has been put his name has been put forward more times than yeah uh, can be mentioned. And uh, the other prime suspect is uh, Richard Ayoade. No! Oh, God, I, mean, no. I, I know you have reservations. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm sorry. Um, he's a great character, he's a great guy, but I just don't think he's got the range. No, I don't Whenever think I've seen him in anything, he's always playing himself. Mm-hmm. It's like Sean Connery and uh, John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have John Wayne playing the Doctor, because no. that... He just doesn't have the range. He can't play anything out outside these... I'm now picturing John Wayne. No, no. it it annoys me. It's time to get back to the TARDIS. Yes, he's a quirky, (laughs) funny character, but can he do emotion? Can he do uh, Mm -hmm. sadness? Can he do... He's a comedian. You only think of him from the IT crowd. No, I think of IT crowd, Crystal Maze, Travelling Man, Tech Man, it's can, always been the same. Can I intercede? Can I intercede here? Yeah. There was an actor that was cast for Doctor Who, and and the, the time they didn't think he'd be very good because he was only really known for his comedies on the radio. His name was John Pertwee. But he was mainly only known for comic yeah, acting he, when he was cast that's, in the That's role. the point. Comic. Acting. Well, the Navy mm. lot and all that yeah, kind of stuff. That's the point. Yeah. Acting. John uh, Adeguala, no disrespect to is a personality. Mm. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, so tell me more of... about John Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's sort of the casting you, you get from tabloids, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Like, like back in the day, the uh, Paul Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry I reacted as Jean to as Karen to Jean there. But... Sorry, I'm just trying to imagine Paul Daniels as the doctor. It was crazy. Could he be the companion with John Wayne as the doctor? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, Christ. What, have I said? what, do, you, what do you think of that, lad? I like oh, that's it. what I call magic. Columbia, <laughs> <laughs> Debbie McGee. Ha ha. Anyway. <laughs> Right, my next one yeah, is... Debbie McGee is a companion. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> my next, next one is Ben Wilband. Now, Wilband. he was in Ghosts, and he's oh, one yes. of the Horrible Histories gang. He oh, played yeah. the captain, the World War One captain in Ghosts. Oh, yeah. And obviously Ghosts was a comedy, mm, yes. and he, he was a very funny man. Yeah. But also there was a couple of scenes in Ghosts where... Um, as the, the World War One captain, he was clearly gay, mm, but yeah. he just didn't know it, it or didn't want to accept it. Oh, yeah, and he was talking it. about 
a young soldier he fell in love with mm. and the pure emotion on his face it was an amazing scene it was a very moving scene in the middle of a very silly program mm. just yeah. out of curiosity how old is he I'd reckon late 30s, oh, early mm. 40s, maybe a bit older. All oh, right, so it's made up you know, to look older then yeah, in uh, yeah. Ghosts. Mm. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I yeah, I would put him forward. Mm. And we also saw him in Bill. Bill, yeah, as, <laughs> as the um, Spanish king. And various other things. And, yeah. <laughs> the Spanish king was in the Bill? No, 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 no. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Good God. It's because John Wayne couldn't fly the TARDIS properly uh, and yeah. they went back and Sergeant Pryor wandered in by mistake. Yeah, then, he was also in Doctor Who. He then regenerated into Paul Daniels. <laughs> said, ooh, I don't like this. What? <laughs> Sweetie pie. I'm just getting on to, to ones which other people have suggested now. Uh, but Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer? Marjorie Tyrell? Yeah. Is this just because you think she's hot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that helps her. I wouldn't bother mine. No, she's done a, a lot of good stuff. She has. Mm. So I think... Well, the fades. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Mm, Game yeah. of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones, obviously, and... Uh, Tudors. Oh, Tudors, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, of course she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. I think she's got the range for it. And, if needed... She can run in a full ground, full length ball gown. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope that wouldn't be a costume. I think that might be a bit, uh, <laughs> a bit too far. But if for some reason John Wayne had left only ball gowns, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. If she, was wearing, <laughs> if she was wearing a full length ball gown, you wouldn't see her legs move. She'd just be gliding and crawling. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, I hadn't thought of that. That's a good twist. She would dab Ross all along. Gene, Aidan Turner. Good choice! Oh, yes. <laughs> dark to the TARDIS. Mm, oh, oh, yeah. Thinking, um, being human. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. When I yeah. first saw him being human, I thought, mm, I'm a mass in you, the Is this you speaking or your hormones? <laughs> yeah. He's got this mean and moody thing it going is, on, hasn't he? Has. A bit too brooding. Oh, no, no. He, is, he would be the Jon Snow of the TARDIS. Mm. But well, with, sex, with sex appeal. And, <laughs> you know. I, I have seen him in stuff where he, he's played. Normal people. comic, light-hearted <laughs> yeah. characters, and he's yeah, he's he's one of those ones that's in a similar line to um, Tennant that has a quite a large range in mm-hmm. terms of acting. Yeah, I like that one. That almost makes up for your Sasha Darwin nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with my Sasha Darwin nonsense. Just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Husband. Jamie Murray. What, the tennis player? No. Andy Murray's brother? No, no. <laughs> okay. His backhand's good. No, <laughs> no Jamie Murray. Who's Jamie Murray? Uh, she was... Oh, from Hustle. No, she, yeah, she was in the Hustle. She was H.G. Wells from Warehouse 13. Yeah. Gotcha, yep. I didn't yeah. know her name was the same as Andy Murray's brother. He's not spelt the same. Not spelt the same. Okay. Though. And her backhand is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> now that, would, that would be a good choice. Yeah, um, it's mostly based on what I saw from Warehouse 13. Yeah. She played a female version of H.G. Wells. Yeah. Apparently, H.G. Wells faked. It was all, all her stories, <laughs> and her brother had to be the public face. Oh. Oh. But uh, she play, mostly played the villain in that, but there was a couple of flashback episodes where she was working for the warehouse, and it was aspects of the Doctor yeah. in her portrayal. This is the thing. It's always useful to get actors who've played this sort of 
quirky yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Her father was in the bill, wasn't he? I Just to bring it back to that. I've well, got... Andy Murray's father. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Jamie. Billy uh, Murray, wasn't he in the bill? I've got no idea. Crumbly. Well, my next suggestion has a foot in two camps. Ooh. I mean, I was going to suggest uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think we'll put that on the that's never ever going yeah, to happen. No, yeah, but it would too be kind expensive. of awesome, mm. wouldn't oh, it? Blimey, yeah. <laughs> my next one is Adam Hugill. And he played Carrot in The Watch. And I don't know if the guy is actually a redhead, but it would be kind of... I really liked his work in The Watch. I've never seen him in anything else. He's still quite young. But he's ginger. Ginger? Yeah, Yeah. because Carrot's ginger. So if it's his Uh, own hair colour, that would be kind of cool. probably not, yeah. And he's very tall. This is one that's like a little Easter egg as well for the show. Go on. Sam Troughton. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Great-grandson. And he's been in a shed load of things. He's one of those actors where you would know the face. Not necessarily late play the lead mm. or big cast, but a very, very accomplished, bit. a bit like Pat in some ways, a very accomplished yeah. character mm. actor. You could chuck um guy who played um, Dudley Dursley. That's my next, my next, mm. uh, my final yeah. one, actually. What was his name? Please tell me. Please I tell forget. Me. I need to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to mangle this name, because cool. although I've got it written down, I can't pronounce Go it. On. Raul Cole, the uh, the mortician from iZombie and the cook from, <gasps> from Haunting of Haunting Bly, of Bly, Bly Manor. Manor. Now, oh, yes. it is basically based oh, on the Haunting of Blind Manor, because yeah. that was... And a remarkable, especially the, the flashback sequence. The head-to-heads with Hannah. The, yeah, just yeah. him and Hannah where he's oh. trying to get her to realise she's dead. dead yeah. but he, he, and he had everything in that role. There was yeah. the funny bits, yeah. which he Comedy, played completely emotion. straight, which yeah. made them even more funny. Yeah. And then there were the um, some of the head-to-heads, which, quite frankly, could reduce you to tears. Yeah. That was so good. It was, it was incredible. Just picture him. Yeah. I know the character you're talking about. I'm just trying to put a face hang, to it. Hang on, hang on. I've got a picky here, because <laughs> I've just been researching this before we started podcasting. Well, he finds a picky. What's yours? Another one that money might make be able to buy Jason Isaacks. Mm. Well, he's, he's tracked. So. He has. Mm-hmm. He's pretty tracked out. Well, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, as I say, he's got an impressive TV and fi- uh, f- yeah, film career. So yeah, I mean, he does. Mm-hmm. So, sort of guy you'd probably have trouble getting for a five-year contract, yeah. a three-season mm-hmm. contract. Mm-hmm. But. And he would be the he most could. terrifying looking of the doctors. Yeah, yeah. I think he, 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 would, even, he would even give Capaldi's yeah. eyebrows yeah. a run for yeah. their money. You could certainly do anger with him. Oh, oh just good grief, you know. Jason, this is meant to be a happy scene. I am happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one is uh, it's not going to happen, mainly because the person is too young. Mm-hmm. They've only just turned 16. Mm-hmm. But Daphne mm-hmm. Keane... She oh, is right, an yes. absolutely cracking actress already, and um, she was uh, his Dark Materials and Logan. Yeah, and I think she, in say ten years' time, would be an excellent Doctor. Although mm. I love the idea of the Doctor regenerating into this sixteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bit CBBC. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ten years' time. Okay, then Harry Melling. Harry- Melling, that was it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Again, her name has been banded about a bit, but uh, I haven't seen him much. But uh, what well, I have seen, he's been a very distinct character each time. So he yeah. was in. He was in his Dark Materials. He was in his Dark Materials. And he was War, in the World. War of the Worlds. That yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Who was in as well. Yeah. Obviously, Harry Potter. And... and he looks so ridiculously from the nose down. He looks so ridiculously like his grandfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Patrick mm-hmm. Troughton. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. 
How old is he now? He's got to be 30, around that age, because Daniel Radcliffe and that is probably yeah, must be. 30. Doesn't actually say on his uh, Wikipedia page or something. Mm. Yeah, but it must be. None of your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shouldn't ask a man his age, yeah. it's rude. But potentially he won't be the youngest doctor then, either. Yeah. Matt Smith will be. In fact, even. even <laughs> Until uh, Daphne Keane comes yeah. of age. Even <laughs> Davison might, might, be, uh, might have been younger than him. By Davison then. was 32. Mm. Yeah. He was a young whippersnapper. He was. My, my last mm. serious one, mm-hmm. again, is unlikely to happen mm-hmm. because, A, the person is quite well known. Um, and dead. No, no, they're alive. <laughs> I haven't gone to the Fantasy League yet. <laughs> and they come with established characters, but I think they'd be brilliant in the role. Mm-hmm. Anthony Head. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. would. He would be wonderful. He what? could just play it as Giles. And mm, yeah. <laughs> try to sell coffee to people, though. Yeah. Gold, gold blend. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see really him shiver with anticipation. The doctor in a Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, husband. Um, last one. Uh, I think it's been thrown into the hat a couple of times, but Christopher, yeah, Trivato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would also be really good. Yeah. But again, might be tricky on the BBC mm, budget. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. My final one, my final semi serious one, David <laughs> Morrissey. Okay. Mm. He did a good job as yeah. a doctor. Yeah. The not doctor, doctor before. Yeah. yeah. Who th- he thought he was the doctor. Oh. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. He may, may well be within the BBC's uh, you know, but, you know, budget constraints. and uh, he's, yeah. he's put up with BBC pay before. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's very yeah. true, yeah. And yeah. similarly, he's got quite a large acting range mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much. Do song and dance if you want. He did with uh, <laughs> David Tennant. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. OK, those are all serious-ish suggestions Ish. <laughs> for the Doctor. So on the request of Purcell, yeah. <laughs> we shall now entertain you with some not quite so serious ones including for some reason people who haven't been born yet <laughs> can't quite figure that one out yeah. but I, I, I assume he knows what he's doing no 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 <laughs> okay so if we're going for people who can be dead or haven't been born yet you're <laughs> bloody weirdo i think my obvious one would be Laurence olivier Oh, okay. You know, Larry. The best actor in the world ever. <laughs> Let's have him as the doctor. Go mm. on, you. You better come up with a good one after all this. I didn't think of any, actually. I, I... Oh, oh, that's that's down. <laughs> let, let's say Matt Smith's daughter. Has he got a daughter? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's married yet, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Why was I well, in River Song? <laughs> my one, I would, I would semi like to see them as the Doctor and Davros and every other yeah. alien in the world, planet, universe wouldn't stand a ruddy chance, and the BBC would have a real problem with the dialogue. Miriam Margulies. Oh, she'd be good. <laughs> M- Madame Sprout. Oh, she would no, be Professor wonderful. Sprout. No. Yeah. She she takes no prisoners. Oh, good grief. Yeah, she's we wh- have come to catch yeah. you, Doctor. You are coming to Davros. Oh, do f*** off. <laughs> she's a rather formidable lady. Yeah. I, I think the um the physical side might be a bit much for her now. She's yeah. like 84. Mm. Yeah, it could be a problem. I don't know. I've seen her throwing herself around on some programmes. <laughs> Stunt doubles. Stunt doubles. Brilliant. (laughs) Husband, come on. Right. Mm. My first choice for future doctor. Mm. Ah. 
Construct 1.1. Ben. Yeah. Ben. Ben. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Only sophisticated. Well, you saw with that picture we've got of him in his suit. Yeah. When yeah. He, he went to World Book Day as um, Willy Wonka. Yeah. And he was in his nice posh suit. And yeah. He looked mm. very doctorish. And also, he's cunning. Ah, ah, the chocolate incident. The chocolate incident, yes. Round my parents' house, they'd been yeah. saving this bowl of chocolate sweeties for God knows when old people say things for. And Ben toddled in and went, Oh, chocolate. Great granddad, would you like a chocolate? Oh, thank you, Ben. Can I have a chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> he's coming. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming along. Yeah. Just, he's, he's, the he's, cunning he's, is there. The, the meticulous planning, plans within yep. plans. Yep. You yeah. don't ask for chocolate, you ask someone else's exactly. like yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you reckon he's got the potential to be a seventh doctor? I, I, I think so, I yeah. Think so mm-hmm. too, Definitely. Yeah. 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 Crumbly. William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll go for that. Enough, Enough said. said. <laughs> Reverse the party of... We're dead, Doctor. The neutral. <laughs> Fly, flow. <laughs> right, dead, sir. <laughs> okay, well, she's she's an, an old favourite, as, as always. Um, Penelope Wilton. She played... Um, Harriet Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filing she's, herself. Yeah. She's a fantastic actor. And, mm-hmm. yeah, she can't be the doctor because she's Harriet Jones. Mm-hmm. But she's brilliant. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Mira Furland. Delenn from yeah, Babylon 5. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. would have been good. She would have been good. Yeah. She she can do the whole lot. She could really make you scared. <laughs> well, Claudia Christian could do that as well. <laughs> True, but... Uh, Something about Mira Furland. She had that... Intense gaze when oh. the, uh, she do the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. what is it? The, uh, he is behind me. You are in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, to to complete the um, the Doctor Who acting dynasty, right? <laughs> yes. Any of David and George's children, basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that have the tenants Davis and Jeans. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it Wilfred Tennant? Is the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Following the thread, uh-huh. construct one point two. Oh Jesus, Luca! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I, I think he would be more of a sixth doctor, sort of. He's a fucking bull in a china shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why do I get this feeling of nepotism? <laughs> well, we, we want to be able to go to conventions in our on our bath chairs. Yeah. Dan, no, no, Dan, I, I want to sit in the corner of the studio as they're filming. <laughs> Dribbling. Yeah. No, I want to be at a convention. Mrs Dunn, Mrs Dunn, tell us about the Doctor when he was little. Oh, well, the first time I saw his little thing, I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> And then from the corner from the stage. (laughs) Right. At this moment in time, myself and Fake Crumbly, we're working our way through the 1980s drama series Howard's Way. Good grief. (laughs) And there's two likely contenders from there. The first is Morris Colborne. Oh, yeah. Who's ever so slightly dead. I mean, okay, he's sort of. And he was litten. Yeah, he was litten, yeah. Um, And the second one is Stephen Yardley, who is still very much alive, but he was a Severin in Genesis of the Daleks. And he was also. uh, Arak in Vengeance on Varos. Yeah. Oh, right, yes. He's still alive. Well, he's in his late 70s now. So. Mm. Yeah. He must have looked older than he was then back in the day. <laughs> Just a bit, although he couldn't have any less hair. No, not really, no. 
I think Paul Darrow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Paul Daniels. From- <laughs> Karen, Let's not go through this again. Karen, you may not be able to see the face. <laughs> is that her? That's her. It's yes. an angry face. That isn't is it? an angry face. <laughs> and more of a disgust. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Sasha Derwin. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Demi McGee. Ha. No, Paul Darrow, not Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels is with John Wayne. Oh, that's right. You remember, they've, they've taken it too literally and flown into the sunset. <clears throat> the TARDIS <clears throat> gets burnt yeah. up. <clears throat> Sorry, we've stopped. You're mocking me, I can tell. Mm. Yeah, we are. Although <laughs> so we went to see Flo and Joan on stage last night and they sang a song about standing on John Wayne and it was the funniest <laughs> thing yeah. I've heard yeah. in ages. <laughs> I nearly hurt myself laughing. <laughs> Adam. Okay, let's go even further left field then. Go on then. Maybe get a bit of product placement in there too to get a bit more cash for the TV yeah. series she needs. Yeah. Uh, the Hamburglar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that would be good. A bit darker, a bit of a darker Very doctor. much so, because doesn't the Hamburglar have a mask? He does. Yeah. Yes. So you and never actually completely know who the Hamburglar is. Yeah. And so we could a have a, yeah. a twisty reveal at some point where yeah. he's actually Raquel Welsh. <laughs> or Ronald McDonald. Mm. <gasps> Ooh, oh, yeah. now there's a twist. Or Sasha Dolan. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, that's a good one <laughs> Jean please say something vaguely sensible okay, um, my I suppose really my last and final choice Ooh. is a well known character celebrity beyond compare known almost as universally in Britain as much as the Doctor this is going to be Anthony Ainley isn't it no, no. <laughs> yeah I mean bring such a range Dialogue like you Gosh, would never guess in anyone else. Get Who is it? it? Who is it? Basil Brush. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and this companion could be Mr. Mr. Derrick. Could yes. be, yeah. yeah It'd have to be have Mr. To be Derrick. Mr. Derrick. <laughs> oh. oh. So Davros will be, the Daleks will be there going, we will destroy you, <laughs> it's the end of the world. And Basil will go, ah, ah. Any of our listeners from fields are foreign from the United Kingdom who do not know Basil Brush is just googling. Yeah, look on YouTube. I'm, he sure, was... I'm sure he's played the Doctor, hasn't he? Basil Brush. I'm Basil sure Brush he... has he played the Doctor. They used to do little sketches, yeah. didn't yeah. they? I think he Him played the Doctor Derek. in yes. time when, when um, everyone. Plainly. Yeah, Basil Brush got us all. Well, I don't know if he was still around when Adam was little, but he got the rest of us through childhood oh, yeah, quite. He's quite still well. going, Basil Brush. He keeps yeah. popping up occasionally. Yeah, he does. Blast but unfortunately, Basil without Basil Mr. Derrick. No, no. Mr. Derrick's gone to that great hand place yeah. in the sky. <laughs> right. I have a semi-serious one. Oh, oh, yes. on the wrong list. Back in the day, he was actually thrown in there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And I really think it's a missed opportunity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tim Curry. Now, not for... Rocky Horror? Not for Rocky Horror. I I point you towards... Clue? Clue, yeah. 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 With the the butler, Mr. Wadsworth. Yeah. Which fulfilled all the requirements a doctor needs. (laughs) Panicky, screamy, exposition, deadly serious. Mm, That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> My next suggestion has a foot in both camps once more. Go on. <laughs> Alan Tudyk. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I could, I could see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that yeah. would work. Yeah, it's the same. Apart from well, the American. Squash is one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does, he does put a plausible English accent no, on. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's, 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 mm-hmm. If you can pull off an English accent, then I don't think that should disappoint I mean, it depends whether he can sort of spare the time when he's not filming a resident alien. Yeah, again, you'd never get him. I think it would have to be on one condition, though. He has to wear that moustache from Firefly. And the wine shirt. And they were all wearing. <laughs> and there's got to be three dinosaurs on the TARDIS console. Of course, they have. <laughs> on the rotor. Yep. yep. My final, final, final one, <laughs> and it has to be this person from the 1970s. Oh, right. John Noakes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. He would definitely get the physical stuff done. Oh, oh yeah. Grief, yeah. For those of you who weren't brought up in the UK, John Noakes was a presenter on the television kids show Blue Peter, and he used to get sent out to do all the really dangerous stuff like oh, climbing Nelson's Column to yeah. clean it without any safety equipment. Also, mm. um, yeah, parach- all the masks on the um, yeah. Cutty Sark yeah. climbing yeah, right did, to the top of those. Did par- no. Parachuting with the Red Devils. Yeah. And with also, no, no also went, <laughs> also went down the toboggan run without a toboggan. He did. <laughs> It, well, you know, it didn't start without the toboggan. <laughs> no, yeah, he came <laughs> off halfway uh, down. He, he was He brilliant. had that unnatural relationship with the ship, didn't he? Was that the <laughs> K-9. 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 There you yeah. go. I mean, on, on a serious note for casting the Doctor, I think we'd like to have an English actor, but I think that's purely well, British. Because, or British, sorry. Mm. And I think that's purely because we don't want to see it get usurped into being just another stereotype American or what have mm. you programme. Which I think a lot of Americans would be the same. But having said that, if the best actor or... And I use the word actor being in any general. If the best actor was American, Canadian, Chinese, Australian, 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 you know, Korean or what have you, as long as they could do... Almost received pronunciation. Yeah. You know, the, uh, it's terrible to say, but Gallifreyan is English or a derivation of yeah. British. Yeah, it <laughs> is, yeah. It's an English it's Reading on social Gallifreyan media accent. is many American fans would agree with you. It's, yeah. The, yeah. It's, got, it's the Britishness they like. If I remember rightly, one in one of the uh, conventions back in the 80s, mm. one of the American conventions, Nathan Turner got asked, why does the Doctor have a British accent? Yeah. To which he replies, no, he has a Gallifreyan accent. <laughs> it just happens to sound like a British one. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we can explain away with the translation. Yeah. yeah. You will notice from my list, there were no women on there. You oh, I didn't sexist. notice. Okay. And that is because as much as I like Jodie Whittaker, I still am not convinced that they can write decent Doctor Who for a woman yet. Well, this is the thing. We're going to have a new showrunner and new writers. I don't know. I like some, but I'm not going to be going back to watch many of her stories. And that's not because of Jodie. It's because of... Chibnall. But if you then had that same kind of combination a second time, if you had a showrunner that really couldn't write that well, for you could have the potential of killing off your show, so to speak. But we've said before that they don't have to write for a woman or a man; they just but, have to write for the doctor. I yeah. know, but yeah. that's not what they do. Yeah, I don't. You I know. think it's a bit unfair because you don't like to be horrible to anyone. But I think Chibnall's been a disaster. Yeah, and sh- you know it's just was unfortunate it's happened and if Wataka had been there with RTD or Moffat then it would have been a very different story yeah. I think so, particularly RTD would have oh, done I well for Russ, Russ, Moffat I think might have struggled a bit more yeah uh, Moffat I'm afraid was not very good at writing for women either but again yeah I don't think if we're looking back the last couple of seasons the Doctor is still the Doctor I don't think yeah. anything's really changed 
it all got... Uh, I mean, this is probably my feminist hat coming out. I don't know, really. But when has the Doctor ever been the mate, the patriarch? He's been the man in charge, but he's never been... Other than the first Doctor, he's never been the father. Mm. Jodie's Doctor was a mother. This was a family with mother hen I'd, to an I'd extent. I disagree. I'd say Pertwee was a father yeah, figure to Joe. Yes. I'd say Sylvester. Was a father to Ace. Not yes. in quite the same was a, way, was a, though. was a teacher. But... I, I, I really got the feeling it was almost... They, they almost turned her into this... In some, and I say it's, it's probably just my interpretation yeah, of the writing, <laughs> but I really did feel at times that it, it they almost shied away from making the doctor powerful or strong or assertive or a leader in some respect. She did have some assertive scenes in that yeah. wonderful one where she lost her temper in the, the, the Frankenstein. The, the Frankenstein, yeah. yeah. But that was a rare glimpse. That's yeah. why it's not Jodie, because you saw, to me, I saw the Doctor then. I saw the Doctor in, in her portrayal. But they were rare glimpses. Yeah, but I, you've you've just said that you you feel that she'd become like the matriarch, the family. There's strength in that straight away. I don't agree with you, I'm afraid. I don't think oh, no. she became... I don't think she was any different to when Davison had the three kids on the TARDIS. Yeah. He was very much, a, apart from Tegan, he was a father figure to both Adric and Nyssa. He was their protector. I do think with Whitaker, people have been trying too much to find things... To, to convince themselves that she's not the doctor. Like um, one of our listeners said, the stripes on her T-shirt were, oh my God, could it be any more obvious? These are boobs. We can make the same statement about every single doctor who wore braces, you know, this way to the, to the package. <laughs> I, I just think people try to find too many reasons for a woman not to be the doctor. When if you look back at every single doctor, Hartnell, was for straight away was a grandfather mm. uh, every single one of them has been a patriarch or father figure or a teacher to the people they've had along with them they yeah. have but i i it's just you say it's just the, the i think maybe it's some of the language of the fam and all the rest of it you know whether you say Ruth is the Doctor or not the Doctor, I'll leave that argument to other people. That's, that's a, that's a timey-wimey bit I don't want to get into. She was she came to me came across to me as a a stronger female, but she had no companions. Character. It was just her. Yeah, but the, yeah. but the Doctor can be strong and have companions, as we have seen with the other Doctors. I, it, it, it's, like, it's just for me the way I felt it's right. Yeah. But the one thing I would like to see them do is there's a lot of people exploring, well, we should have a white, um, have a male actor, female, black. Could we not have an Asian actor? Well, like we said, anyone, as long as they yeah. can do the job. Yeah. Hey, personally, I would prefer them to have another female doctor. Because yeah. otherwise, it sort of says that it didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. So I think they should double down. Yeah. And then after that, Whatever. My theory is, and it's total fan fiction theory, <laughs> that um, the Weeping Angels is the last special, and the they do their Weeping Angel thing, and the Doctor gets sent back in time so harshly that she regenerates <laughs> into Joe Martin, and that's where she came from. So she regenerates back into herself. That would be mm. an interesting possibility to get around the whole if they want to 
ignore the timeless child at mm. any point or what have you. Yeah. Oh, come on, they ignore many things. Yeah, no, it? but you, the day yeah. of the internet is hard to ignore. Things. I'm oh. sure whatever this six part story is is going to address that. Mm. I think Chibnall's not going to leave that hanging. He's I going hope to at not. least give some kind of definitive answer. Mm. And then whoever comes next will just Decide what sort they out the mess. That's... But one thing we should say is that the BBC have said definitively. There is going to be a new Doctor, a new showrunner. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's not getting of, hiated and suspended. A lot of suspended. people feared that there might be a break um, after this. This is the thing. I, I, well, I looked on Twitter and Facebook, of course, when um, it all broke. And I could pretty much... I should have played doom-mongering bingo. The <laughs> yeah. amount of suggestions that were made by the usual suspects about what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think uh, it was mid Heart, um, heart, no. mid <laughs> uh, mid range that they said it was guaranteed for another eight years. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't mm. remember when about yeah. that yeah. was. Mm. Seven came in, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Chibnall came in. He had a five year plan. Yeah, and yeah. his three seasons will be over about five years. If he had a five year mm. plan, why did he say he had a three year exit? He had a act? three season. Oh, right, 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 gotcha. Which is yeah. five years, because they're yeah. 18 months apart. Yeah. So it does, it does add up. But of um, course, before we have a doctor, we've got to have a showrunner. Yeah, and that's, I think, for me, that's more crucial. Yeah, I do. So. Yeah. And yeah. I would love it if they did just ring up JMS and say, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. are you being serious? And him going, yes. Well, and then yeah. saying, you do know how much we don't pay. Yeah. You, it's uh, like you have seen Babylon 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, B5 had a tiny budget, so yeah. Yeah. He's work, he works with his small budgets. I, yeah. have, I have to say, I mean, as as much as I'm, I'm not adverse to a female actor. It, as I say, my whole thing is about writing styles and portrayals and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, having said that, no, I think you do make a good point, Adam, about if there is a danger if the next actor isn't or the next cast person isn't female, it it will never happen again. Yeah. It will become like Maggie Thatcher. We will never see another female well, prime minister did, because of... <laughs> yeah. Sometimes but, we wish we had But, you know, it, uh, well, even when we did, it was kind of like, you know... She was never elected, was she? She wasn't. Was, no, no, she, it didn't. she was... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Um, I, I do appreciate that, and I think yeah. there is there is a reason and grounds for that. I do think, yeah, a lot of it will come down to who will be the next showrunner. Yeah. Yes. Um, I really wish they'd go back to the old um, system of executive and head writer, but that's never going to happen because <laughs> it's a different ball game different these era, days, yeah. different era. Doesn't mean it's a better way of doing it. In some ways, I know there's this thing about they tend in these days to cast get the showrunner to cast the actor they want. But that wasn't always the way it could be done because you would change showrunners or co-executive directors whilst you had the, yeah, they'd yeah. inherit the previous yeah. doctor and all sort of it. And that, in some ways, actually brought up some really, really good stories. Yeah. Um, and so this part of me yeah. says they actually should be a degree of separation, separation mm. between the two. Maybe. That the, the, the showrunners should have input, you know, they've got to work with each other, but not necessarily have the that person only kind of thing. Perhaps. So look at Tom Baker, arguably the most popular of the classic Doctors, and his best era, or any of his time, apart from his mm. first episode, you know, it wasn't the person who cast him. Yeah. Because mm. Barry Letzer cast him, you know, he did yeah. that one story. Because <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you are a good showrunner... You should be able to write for whoever is in the role. Yeah. But the trouble is, if young Chibnall's allowed to choose the next Doctor, he, in my opinion, is not a good showrunner. And no. would we be just 
leaving the new bod with a bit of a disaster. Well, this is why I say that the showrunners shouldn't necessarily... This is why I think there should be some kind of division that they... Yeah. Sh- you know, like <laughs> you, it's important. The, the Who's going to be the showrunner is going to be interesting. Yeah. And I think in some ways these days, because of the whole production style has more of an ability to make or break the series or the show than the actual lead cast member does i mm-hmm. will point out that we have these exact same conversations every time in every Doctor. few years although the, <laughs> the difference this time is when rtd left the same press release announced that uh, moffat to be taking over when moffat left the same press release i've checked it today Gibnall. on the bbc news yeah. it's a jibnall here we don't actually know. This is yeah. the first time since 1979 or whatever we've had a transition. Is, I mean, we don't it know also the, you, know. you need to have someone who's actually fairly competent as a writer. Yes, we do now. You yeah. do yeah. these days with having this. Uh, J and T didn't you didn't need that. No, <laughs> no. no. Well, it, it was, it was in that period, it was down to the script editor. Yeah, I was just uh, reading. Oh, I can't remember. The name of it, but RTD's book yeah. of his time. Uh, yeah. The writer's room. Writer's, or the writer's, writer's guide. guide. Yeah. Uh, writer's something or other. Something like that. It's up there somewhere. <laughs> There's, they're reading that. There is not a story in his run that he didn't do a polish on, apart from potentially some Moffat stuff. But, uh, potentially, but so, so the you know, so it's it just you. You need someone who can, as occasional script editors had to do, sit down and completely rewrite something. Yeah, yeah. Which, so which is where no, like JMS uh, will come in. Well. Yeah, I don't know what the situation with is with Chibnall. I don't know the pressures that Chibnall was under. I'm not criticising that. I am criticising his stories for the shows before mm. he was before yeah. he was showrunner. He, he wasn't an obvious choice because they, of his yeah. the strength of his previous the, stories. The, the previous stories that he did were mediocre at best. Yeah. So who do we want? Uh, JMS is only pie in the sky. I think. Well, th- this is it. You know, <laughs> do we have enough knowledge? Yeah, maybe don't, not. Don't think yeah. we do. Toby Whithouse is is an obvious one. Being mm. human, he's done yeah. some dog too. One thing I think is interesting is the timing of this announcement. I'm not sure if they have ever announced that the Doctor is going to leave so early before the final series of the Doctor they've got running, if you know what I mean. Because it does, to an extension, extent, take this, the wind out of Jodie's sails. And well, that's I'm wondering... often true. Really. Yeah, I'm wondering if the reason is that they've already cast it. Because if you've got a regeneration story and it's coming pretty it. close to in the new year, the whole length of time it takes to do this production side of things, they're going to probably be filming now. They and are. I wonder if they've actually cast it. And one of the reasons they made the announcement now is literally to throw, you know, muddy the waters. So there'll be so many guesses and they can claim this person's just a, a cast member or what have you. I don't think they're trying to mislead anybody, but... Uh, which I did say in that uh, press release, it's a final few weeks. Yeah. So if they do film regeneration with a new Doctor rather than have it filmed separately later, yeah. then they will have cast already. They will be on set within a few weeks, if not already having done it. So it's going to leak. Yeah, and I think that's why they've announced it, it does almost early. So, so early on, is to, to, if, to keep some kind of narrative control over it. Yeah. Whatever happens, can she regenerate away from the TARDIS <laughs> yeah. so the poor old girl doesn't get blown up mm. again? Yes. Yeah. 
Is it is it now Derry Gare that you blow your TARDIS up when you regenerate? You have to, because then you, you team will want to change it, won't they? It doesn't mean we have to change a logo again. All those Blu-ray box sets, you have to change their logo. You can change the interior of the TARDIS without blowing it up. It's got several control rooms. Something has just occurred to me. As mentioned last uh, time, Cubicle 7 have just released the latest uh, (laughs) role-playing book, splashed with Whitaker all over it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's typical. (laughs) Also, that comes back to uh, that whole controversy about the annual this year, which apparently wasn't going to have her on the front cover. I don't know if it's changed or not. But she's still clearly going to be the Doctor for this year. Yeah. yeah. And even... Into next year. Into autumn of next year. Yeah, yeah. so she should be on the cover. That's, that's, that's an utterly ridiculous thing to do. Yeah. Doctor Who annual and don't have the Doctor on the cover. It's the first time ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've still got one and it was going to be funny, but, it, you know, after this discussion, it's got quite deep and heavy. So, oh, oh, Come on, who no. was your last go one? On, no, no, we can finish it, finish it off with a bit yeah, of funny. Yeah, finish it off with that. Buster Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, see, I like that. Oh, yeah. That's Buster Keaton, or like I said, Harold Lloyd. Yeah, in in their heyday, obviously not, not now. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I think they might pog a little bit on <laughs> set. But yeah, he can certainly do his own stunts and would yeah. give yes. health and safety absolute nightmares. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not one for speaking, though. No, I've got to admit, he's got to pull off the British he's accent. Very, but, he's very black and white as well. Strong he, silent no, he, he made it into talkies. He made it it was a it was in a couple of twilight zone episodes oh right right. Mm. so it was a silent bod no have you got anyone in mind who you'd like to see play the doctor who would you like for showrunner do tell us via show at staggering stories dot net right after that debacle yeah Mm. god help whoever's gonna edit that one (laughs) Right, we've also been watching something else from BBC. It's on BBC iPlayer. Mm-hmm. We've been watching The Watch. Ooh. Pause for music. Right now, um, <laughs> Adam, sweetie. Hello. Can Keith come and live with you? <laughs> okay, why? Uh, is there a divergence we of are, opinion? We are going to be getting a divorce quite soon. Okay. Quite rapidly. On yeah. account of the Cruel and unusual punishment. crap that's been pouring <laughs> from his mouth. Cruel and unusual punishment. And I'm, I'm afraid some things can be forgiven. Right, yeah. But... No, Something's... having a difference of opinion with me cannot. <laughs> Love you. We actually are completely at odds over this, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, And we haven't even pretended Argument. to be completely at odds over this. No, we genuinely... Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm, he really, thinks okay. healthier things have plucked uh, no. out of the um, the bottoms of our cats. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think... question before yes. you... You've read the book. I've read the books. Have yeah. you read the book? I books? read the book years ago and I couldn't remember anything about it, so I watched this. <laughs> who here who here has read the books apart from no, Keith? No. This is gonna be interesting because I, think, I the, think that is the actual the difference. The, I think yeah. it is. The, the major missed opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, that. the book reading element is the gonna yeah. be the uh, key. Yeah, so if this, you, I think if you loved the the City Watch from Discworld, you're probably not gonna be particularly well disposed mm. <laughs> yeah, but talking as someone who can't remember reading the book, although I know I have. Yeah, I saw a stage play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I 
didn't like the look of Ank Morpork. I thought yeah. they got yeah. that wrong. That yeah. was yeah. too concrete. Yeah. That was completely wrong. Too. It bad. looked like yeah. the South Bank on a scruffy it day. Did, didn't it? Yes, or too yeah. much electric. Yeah. Too, too many oh, pipes it? and too many um, electric lights. Yeah. 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 But apart from that, mm-hmm. I love the characters. Yes. I love the story. I love the little uh, good boy. Is he the cutest dragon <laughs> in the world? And I, I just thoroughly enjoyed this from beginning oh, really? to end. I, I mean, mean, it wasn't Shakespeare. No, no. My, my personal opinion was, after a tentative start, I mean, from about the third episode onwards, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. I'm yeah. with Crumbly there. I've never read the book. No, I, no, I love no, the practice I'm not criticising. And I actually hold, hold the position of being one of four members of a guild created for us, particularly by Mr Pratchett at a convention. <laughs> um, but, no, I've never read the books. I know the premises of the Discworld stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had to... Wa- that sounds terrible, but I had <laughs> to watch it through watch episode watch. one and mm. two because we were reviewing it. Yeah. If I hadn't, I don't know I would have continued with it. But mm. once I got past that first couple of ones, I actually did start to enjoy it. It was really weird. It was almost yeah. like, you know, yeah. oh, this hasn't got grabbed me. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing and then particularly stunning. It, and then it suddenly yeah. it got yeah. hold of me. Mm. For me, it's a struggle all the way through. I didn't hate it. But it struggled to keep my attention. You've read the book. I haven't read the book. Oh, right. But I've mm. seen the Sky adaptations. I've seen Guards, Guards mm. yeah. Yeah. on stage with... Um, Paul Darrow. Paul Darrow, yeah. So I, I know something of the world, but I don't know the the characters particularly well. I remember names like yeah. Karras and Vimes, but I don't even remember really how they were played. So it was not that so much. It's just that I felt every time I watched it, I need to go in and have a shower. I felt so <laughs> dirty. <laughs> oh, just yeah. watching them, they're all so grubby and yeah. grimy. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I don't really yeah. want to... Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of grubby and dirty, one notable absence was uh, Nobby Nobs. Yeah, yeah. I've no idea who Nobby Nobs is. That's one of my points. Mm-hmm. Is this the equivalent of um, Oh God, losing the character from the Lord of the Rings? Who's quite possibly so Tom, you, Bomb- Tom Bombardier, mm-hmm. who was not missed for his no, loss. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. Yes, it's like a character of Tom Bombardier, but Tom Bombardier didn't add anything to the story. Not really. Whereas Nobby Nobs <laughs> does to certain they they they've moved around quite a few of the major characteristics of Nobby Nobs and given them to Vines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well the griminess. The grimin well he uh, Nobby Nobs had a card that actually yeah. said he was a human. Yeah. yeah and uh, okay. Nobby Nobs always had a cigar- uh, cigarette butt tucked yeah. behind his ear. Yeah. Which yeah. they've done with vines. Yeah. Okay, right, we're going to give you five minutes, <laughs> all right? Yep. And when you've had to, your rant, we your are spleen. allowed to disagree with you. Right. Go for it. Okay. No swearing. I'll try not to. <laughs> there are uh, three or four different books smashed into this yep absolutely. so not only do you have Take an idea. Uh, not do you ha- only have guards guards which is the first one i think the dark in the dark is the villain from another guards guards book mm-hmm. the observers which from the books are the auditors of reality they're trying to get rid of the human race in general because they don't like change. They like mm. everything nice and orderly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am very disappointed with uh, Veterinari. Mm. Okay. My, my main criticism with Veterinari, I have no problem with who's playing Veterinari. Yeah. Could be male or female. Mm-hmm. The character goes, it's the prison cell. That is the denouncement of the actual character. In the books, or in, in the Guards Guards book, there is uh, a revolution 
a veterinary gets captured and the uh, the leader of the revolution tells them to throw them into the deepest, darkest prison you have okay. or deepest, darkest cell you have, which they do, which they included that scene in the show, but with a significant difference. OK. In the book, a veterinary is thrown into the cell yep. by the mob under the command of the leader. The cell is the red plush comfort cell with all the locks on the inside (laughs) and (laughs) there was a door to the outer prison to get out. Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Veterinary set that up ages ago. He plays the game about three or four steps ahead Uh Mm. because it's the deepest, darkest cell, so you get thrown in there and forget about it. It's exactly what Veterinary wanted. Yeah. In the show, she is a coward and locks herself in there. That's true. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Can't give an exclamation about everyone else and securely, cowardly, runs away and locks herself in there. Not the trap or the plan within plan within yeah. plan that the book veterinary does yeah, and but none of that was mentioned in the um in the series so mm-hmm. those of us who haven't read the books had no reason to be cross about that yeah <sighs> again it's slight portrayal of the characters Fair locking themselves in there no one has an idea of what's going on mm-hmm. it's the dragon uh, i think it's in the book it's lord fontaroy fiddlewick's canonton the <laughs> third which is his kennel, kennel, kennel name, name for the dragon no, it's right, the right. dragon that figures out what's going on and throughout the whole of the book genetically re-engineers itself by eating coal iron uh-huh. and everything to turn itself into a jet propelled dragon so it can keep <laughs> up with the noble dragon okay, okay. so oh, it sorts itself out yeah, nobody has yeah. an idea of what's going going on now this is going to be a difficult one for me cheery cheery i don't have a problem with the actor actress playing cheery i have Mm -hmm. no problem with that in the books cheery is a dwarf Mm, she's yeah. small she is a I know natural dwarf not an, just an actual an actual yeah the thing about dwarves in Discworld is both sexes grow beards yeah that came up here, so too. so yeah. in the first months of courtship it's carried on very very cautiously <laughs> so <laughs> cheery and the character cheery is female yes mm. the person playing cheery i think is non-binary yes. so they, they are yeah. I, I i have no problem with that i i'd like to stress i'm not yeah. phobic no. about it's, it's just the character it's the fact that cheery the the actor is about six foot tall yeah. cheery the character yeah. is yeah. about three yeah. foot yeah. tall and, and then they also have <laughs> carrot Who's an adopted dwarf? Mm, yes. Who obviously is human. So, what's the point of that joke? Yeah, I, 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 you I, know that joke has completely. Yeah. The person who played Cheery, they were excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. No problem at all. Another possible doctor there. Um, <laughs> but why? Yeah. Why, why not why, make why Cheery swap, a dwarf? Why swap that over? Like I said, uh, Vimes more strikes me as knobby knobs. Nobby Nobs was, as I said, he he's barely human, mm. completely covered in gunk, he has a cigar yep. put continuously stationed behind his ear. Okay, uh, will, when doing his rounds, will try the doors to see if they're locked. If they're not locked, they go in and, air quotes, do a stock take of the goods in the <laughs> shop and then inform the shop owner if things have been missing. What Nobby Nobs was villa. You know, if it wasn't (laughs) strapped down, it would go missing. And that seemed to have transferred slightly over to Vimes. Vimes 
was a watchguard. He might have been a drunken, incompetent watchguard, but he was not criminal. He would not allow himself. There is one story with the dark and the dark, which uh, takes possession over people and tries to get them to do bad things, kill people, like um, like the entity from uh, Fear Street, mm-hmm. something like that. And it tries to take over and possess Vimes at one point and runs into his subconscious, the Watchman, the one who watches the Watchman. <laughs> so he was a rigid upright. It's just... <laughs> he did this a lot. The best way I can describe it is when you listen to music and you expect it to go left and it suddenly turns right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it jars. So I think Keith is suffering from the same thing I had with the last making of the War of the Worlds. <laughs> Funnily enough, that, same director. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> in that the whole trailer looked like they were making an, a for once accurate story <gasps> of the, calm, of calm, the book calm, calm, of calm. the War of the Worlds, and instead they went off at a tangent and did their own rewriting, took the elements and the e- emphasis, but went off. And I think, I think there's an element of that gone on here. But I, I, I'm quite willing to agree with you, but my problem with it is War of the Worlds and Dracula have been done infin- oh, yes. uh, infinitum yeah. in various ways. I have no problem with attempting to do something different with it, attempting to put a new spin on it. This is the first time... To do a proper spin this, on it. <laughs> this is the first time yeah. this yeah. has ever... Mm. You don't need to put a new spin on it because for 95% of the people, it's going to be new. Well, exactly. Yeah. I think which, yeah. is, which is why I enjoyed it because I mm. wasn't... I have no mm. memory I know, of the other... So I, know this, I know this is difficult, but all also, it missed the narrator. Mm. Half yeah. of the jokes in the Pratchett books are done by the narrator right. of the book. Mm. I mean, no, I must say, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the watch, but for the uninitiated, especially the people who haven't read the novels, this would act as, well, I wouldn't say an introduction, but a guide. No. Where's the turtle? Where's Great A. Yeah, the the elephant? Yeah. We saw them cutting out the turtle yeah, when they were making decorations. What does that relate to? Yeah, well, if, yeah I didn't, if I didn't know... Not so that much for the Discworld novels as a whole, but um, for, yeah, for the uh, City Watch. Yeah, if I didn't know that the Discworld was a disc on the back of an elephant mm. riding on the turtle... <laughs> in, yeah. I think it's that way around. Yeah. I wouldn't have got that. One thing that got me... Did anyone else think of sand people when they saw death. death that's exactly what i said wasn't it he looks like a jawa yeah so he didn't oh, look like bit, yeah. i, I yeah. actually thought death would look a little skeletal. bit more skeletal mm. yeah. almost yeah. like in horrible histories yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you did see it clutching aside I mean. uh, yeah. yes <laughs> but death you should at least have got a glimpse of the skull mm. underneath yeah. the cow yeah. Yeah, the and also the 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 librarian wasn't orangutangy enough no <laughs> no the, the, the librarian you didn't get to see as much of as as i'd like and say death I liked Death's character. I mean, if it wasn't carrying a cowl and it wasn't for the fact that he turned up when people were about to die, you wouldn't really have known it was Death. And I think it would have been nice to be more Death-like looking. Again, again, (laughs) according to the books, the only things that can see Death are cats and wizards. (laughs) A question. Detritus. Was that a person in a suit or... Was it CGI'd? It was person, a person in a suit. Oh. Was, that did. No, to, to my mind, was completely pointless. Yeah. And I loved the idea of them, but what point was the, of the goblins? I think that's just mm. comic relief. That's yeah. literally yeah. all they were. Yeah. Yeah, I, I must admit, I didn't laugh 
very much, if at all. No, no. no. I smiled a few times. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't but... quite as funny as you'd expect Discworld there, to be. There were scenes where I laughed out loud. Oh, really? No. I did. No, the scene in the um, Assassin's Guild where um, they're saying, oh, um, Dr. Cruz is in her own secret room, and it switches to a karaoke bar. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, that, that, I did, I laughed, yeah. tell a lie, I did laugh out loud once. Sorry. Um, it's when they were in the care home and the um, arguments uh, breaker up are kicked in and they were suddenly dancing to wake me up before oh. you go there. <laughs> yeah. That no. did make me laugh. Going back to our <laughs> early conversation, I have flashbacks of David Tennant and what's-his-face oh, in Blackpool for that yeah. bit. <laughs> I just didn't like the characters very much at first, but when they started getting to the bit where they did their band, yes. by that point I did start to actually like mm. them a bit. Mm. And interestingly, I hear that the idea of them forming a band was about the only thing that Pratchett suggested which made it to the final TV series. Really? So Pratchett was initially involved. Involved, Mm -hmm. But it changed beyond recognition after that, Mm -hmm. after he died. But that thing did stay from beginning to end. I also liked the fact that Cheery seemed to be being haunted by the cure. The, okay. the, 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 the goths, the goth punk, goth, the yeah. band. <laughs> Just, you only saw them once, but um, Cheery glanced up to the balcony, and with my eyesight, it looked like Robert Smith and Long Tomahurst <laughs> were leering over the edge. Okay. <laughs> I think Cheery was probably my most favourite of the characters. I like the werewolf. Mm. Yeah, I quite liked her, but Chewie's was the more interesting story, and I actually did like the way that that they played them. Um, Cheery, she was the first, was it forensic? Yeah. Police officer Mm. on in Ank Warcourt. (laughs) But I think I think this is one of those ones. I see what you're saying about you know no one's done this before, but then there are. I would say with War of the Worlds, no one's done a true portrayal of the story. In the War of the Worlds, but yeah, well, no, it's just that thing that a lot of people say. Well, you know, you can remake it, but you've never had the original done. No, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to amend it, but then you know. But I I totally get where you're coming from there. If the story is good enough, you can follow it slavishly. Mm. I acknowledge that. The things have been shown or done so many times you need to add something new to it. Mm. I can also acknowledge that following something slavishly is not necessarily good because it's in a completely different media. Yes. My, yes. my the most uh, thing is uh, The Watchmen. Okay. That, that followed the, the, the comic... Yeah, the yeah. film. That followed the comic strip perfectly and it was slow and dull and boring. Mm. Yeah. But everything from the comic strip was in there. Mm. It's case by case. case. Look yeah. at oh, Good yeah. Omens. Good yeah. Omens was, a, mm. I oh, believe, really? a fairly no. faithful yes. Yes. adaptation. Yeah. That was great. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Okay, it was adapted by one of the co-authors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think... I think with the watch, it is going to be Marmite. Yeah. I think if you've yeah, read the book <laughs> and you are... I won't so, say you hold the characters passionately, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a good fondness for the characters, yeah. I think is the nicest way I can put it, then no, this is not necessarily yeah. going to sit right mm. with you. It's missed opportunities. If you haven't but, read the books or you don't hold them that dear to your heart... <laughs> um, Traitor! <laughs> it, it's entertaining, but you've got to work, almost work at enjoying it to an extent. I, In some respect, yeah. you've got to get through that first yeah. one or two episodes. Yeah. I put it on the record, I didn't hate this. No, no, it, no. It had its moments. There were moments that I enjoyed quite a bit, but coupled with that, there were moments that made me go, mm, no. It, yeah, you yeah. Th- well, you thought it clashed with the novel. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm. One thing they could have done, you know, you're talking about not seeing Great Atween. Why didn't they start the whole thing with one of those extreme close-ups going from space? Yeah, coming out. Fly-by of the turtle and the elephants and the discs. You just got in a second-hand dimension somewhere. And and a big thing was made about round worlds. Mm. He's taken all this stuff from... You you don't know that it's... Not round, yeah. Yeah. I I liked that bit. One, one of the things with me that tells me whether I like something or not, especially if I box set it like this, when it's finished, I want to know what's going to happen next. I mean, this mm. this set up for a second season. It's set up for a second season. If we get a second get season, <laughs> yeah. I might well watch it. If we don't get a second mm. season... I ain't going to my grave wondering what the second season yeah. held in store. Um, going back to what we were saying about changing the uh, the race of some of the characters, yeah. I mean, Anna Chancellor is a little veterinary, mm-hmm. yet they refer to her as Sir. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 And uh, one thing, um, Fate Crumley did raise a very personal appointment when we were watching this. She thoroughly endorses Rowan Atkinson as playing Lord Veterinary. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see it's, it's a, a Blackadder character, but mm, not Blackadder yeah. than the one, the butler. Yeah, yeah. Veterinary, as I said, was in charge and control of everything, about five steps ahead mm. of everyone else. Yeah, but there again, to, to use an example of that, the uh, very last scene of uh, the third episode, where she says, is your hand all right, uh, Vimes? Yeah. Where he's sticking a finger up at her behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, we also had Ingrid Oliver as yeah. the head of the Assassin's Guild, completely mm. with her little Arya Stark wannabe. Yeah. Now, oh, I, she was brilliant. I, she I, was, she Alice. Yeah. I'm, I made the mistake of saying, oh, I thought she was rather good. And he made this face. I did. You did. You went, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they got the best out of her. I don't know. Very few of the characters seem to just leap off the, the screen for me. Yeah. Mm. It took me quite a long time before I, before I started to like them at all. And by the end, it's only really Vimes I really thought was that good. Mm. You could see he was doing a lot of work. He was really into that character. Always, yeah. He's yeah. kind of hunched over and he's twitching. It's and... One thing they did keep, which, which summed up Vimes' character per- perfectly, was the shoes. Yeah, yeah. The shoes, the sole of the shoes was so thin he could tell wherever he was oh, really? okay. in yeah. Ankh-Morpok by the feel of the cobbles. <laughs> OK, yeah. I don't know if they caught his character. He didn't seem to be anything like Paul Darrow's version, that's for no. sure. But I thought he was quite entertaining by the end. Yeah. I don't know if I felt that at the beginning. Mm. And if I rewatched it from the beginning, maybe he wasn't at the beginning. But by the end, he certainly was for me. It was a bit of a Game of Thrones reunited, yeah. wasn't it? Vimes... Him, yeah obviously was Beric Dondarrion and then the assassin oh, the, yeah. the bespectacled assassin was oh, uh, Thoros of Mir one. who um, was the one who kept bringing Beric Dondarrion back to life in yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of the, the Sky adaptations yeah and the third one I think it was the third one uh, the, the Clax what's it called oh, going, going Postal, postal. Going postal. Yeah. I thought that was really good yeah. but the first two I wasn't that enamoured with no mm. but in retrospect I think they captured it a lot better oh yeah than yeah, I just said when Guards Guards, well, the first Guards Guards book came out, the feeling was very medieval. Yes. By yes. the last Guards Guards book, it's more Edwardian Victorian feel that's to what it. I, that's what yeah. I thought. I mean, the, it does, it does evolve. Was, you know, a mishmash of you know, sort of time, uh, yeah. time zones. Yeah. It was yeah, trying to be dressed. a bit steampunk. It was, well, just, it was yeah. too yeah. industrial, wasn't it? Mm, it was yeah, just, yeah. yeah. 
the Unseen University in my head looks like something you'd find nestled in Hogwarts. Mm, yeah. yeah. And mm. it didn't look like that. Though, having said that, I did like the Arch-Chancellor's affliction. <laughs> oh, the honking and beeping noises. <laughs> <laughs> Unable to swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, this is the most we've disagreed over anything for quite a while. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, am I to divorce you? I'd rather you didn't. All oh, right, mm. then I won't. All right, just a separation. Right, Adam, don't yeah. need your help. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> I was going to ask him to murder you in your sleep. Mm. Yeah, but I won't. Oh, speaking of petitions... Uh-oh. Yeah. It's because it's I mentioned murdered in the sleep. His <laughs> eyes have lit up. Mm. <laughs> He's glaring over this way. He's actually... Ooh, what? Has he gone boss-eyed? One of his heads glaring at Adam. <laughs> one of his heads? Has he got one of his eyes? What are those things called that you look with? Eyes! It's bad enough he's got one head as it is. We don't need another one. One, two, three. Hello, Hello head of Pertwee! Hello, cardboard Amy, mm. cardboard Clara. Why are they all wearing the same style hat? I don't know. There's a new nebula. Oh, God, is there? There's a new nebula. I don't recognise yeah. that nebula. Is it up near Terence at all? Hi, Terence. Hello, Terence. Yo, Terence. I'm a bit worried. Siobhan, the um, reclining the gnome, is yeah. getting closer and closer to me. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that, that was a bit of an argument. It's twice. No, no, it wasn't. You're wrong. That's yeah. simple as that. Like Adam, murder him in his sleep. <laughs> All right. Just as, a difference of opinion. As usual, we would like to know what you people thought of the watch. Mm. You can write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. All right, on to feedback we go, and no one has written to us. But luckily, one person has sent us some audio feedback. Take it away, Reese. Reese! Hello, Staggerers, and hello, Head of Pertwee. Hello, Cardboard Amy, and hello, Cardboard Clara. Hello, Dangerous Churchill, and hello, everyone else who deserves... Hello, said to them, <laughs> not to imply that any of you don't deserve it, just anyway, hi guys. It's been a very long time since I've sent in feedback, uh, because life has been a weird mix of coming in and out of lockdowns in Australia. We yeah, do this thing where we go into a very quick one, or hopefully quick, and they last a few weeks and then we deal with an outbreak. And, you know, we've done pretty well with managing COVID numbers like that. Our vaccination rates are terrible, but it, it's just made life a bit interesting, a bit stop and start and so it's been hard to keep track of everything you're reviewing hard to keep track of listening to the podcast and i did a marathon of your uh, your podcast recently so that oh, was fun I'm so sorry. but anyway <laughs> basically i've had to catch up i've caught up and i was going to do a flotsam and jetsam this time just tell you things i've been consuming because mm. i didn't really have much to talk about other than that I'm but sure. then jody whittaker and chris chibnall have decided <laughs> they're leaving doctor <laughs> who mm. and um yep. <laughs> i don't really know how to react to that i'm kind of i'm sad that whittaker's going but as for mm. chibnall i don't want to sound too harsh but <laughs> this could be a good thing <laughs> it, it does sound harsh to say it and we'll i was kind of giving polite. him the benefit of the doubt but i've made it obvious through previous reviews that i've sent to you that i've not really been a huge fan of his writing previously mm-hmm. i'm definitely not a fan of his show running style mm. for doctor who i think he's done great with other shows but just not sure if it was brilliant for Doctor Who so far. Hopefully, and maybe, if the rumours are true, that the six episodes we're getting later this year and then a few specials next year, apparently the six episodes are all going to be the same story, Mm. just in six parts Mm. in some interesting way. That could be interesting. Very much following the streaming structure (laughs) of storytelling. 
I kind of wish they'd follow the streaming structure of how to dictate the length of your episode because some episodes of The Mandalorians, uh, The Mandalorian, some episodes of that are. 20 something minutes yep. so mm-hmm. I like the way sometimes they're really quite long or quite short just as long as the story needs and for me it's worked perfectly same with the Marvel stuff some of their episodes really stood out because they got straight to the point some of them let you live in the drama a little bit felt that drama and let you feel the drama too again I don't know how to feel about it I don't know if I'm ready to start doing the theorising about who should be the next Doctor <laughs> and who should be the head writer and producer yeah, and all of that and you know I went to offer an opinion about the head writer and then I read somebody who I quite respect in the Doctor Who fan world the fandom and they said look if, if the head writer isn't a, a woman I'm going to be a bit disappointed honestly and it'll make me a bit mm-hmm. sad and I know some people are saying, oh, but now you're just doing it for quota as opposed Mm. to merit. And that could be true. But, you know, Kate Heron isn't coming back back for uh, Loki season two. So maybe you could have a great director. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Because she did a great job with the direction of that. I know that she wasn't the head producer or anything, but she was director. And that's a pretty big part. Yeah, look, I don't know. And I don't know if I'm ready to start that. I mean, I did think maybe... Amando Iannucci and Dev Patel could be reunited. They've worked together a few times, and they're great. So that could be cool. But as for the Doctor, I don't know. I think the most important thing is, though, right now, is a head writer who could decide the direction of the show. I think potentially a bit more of this Mandalorian-style, streaming style of storytelling and maybe slightly restructure it. And I know for TV time slots, they like the regimented 45 to 50 minute story length. But if you had to go shorter, go shorter. If it makes it a really good episode, that'd be something that I'd have to negotiate with the BBC. Yes. But it could be interesting. I've said this a few times now, but I just don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I want. I want the next season and the, specials to be great especially for Whitaker's sake I want Jodie Whitaker to go out on a massive high in terms of quality of the show feeling good about her contribution you know she's the doctor who's unfortunately had to live through a global pandemic breaking out which just sucks but then again poor old Capaldi had his schedule messed up all the time because they just can't pick a time to film it and consistently meet that time which I find a bit annoying yeah again I'm gonna say it I just don't know. I hope we have a great season and great specials. I hope the next team is great. I particularly hope the next uh, head writer is excellent. And as for the Doctor, I said cast a woman on Facebook, and Jean made the point, well, cast the best actor. Yeah, but, like, if the best actor is a woman, don't be scared of it. I, what I meant was don't be scared. Don't fall, fall for the trolls saying, see, it didn't work. The viewing figures have gone down because they cast a woman. Most live TV has gone down because people like the convenience of being able to stream stuff when they want. They don't have to wait all day until it's usually 7.30 here in Australia, but the last few seasons, the Chippenham era has been 6 o'clock. But anyway, you know, it's it's usually a, a set time on a set day during the week, but the streaming era has, has kind of messed up people's attitudes about that. And honestly, I quite like that Loki and, well, actually all the latest Disney Plus stuff has been one episode a week. I do mm-hmm. like one yeah. episode a week, but there's a freedom to be I think able to we catch touched up. Upon that. I'll just leave it at that. I hope everything is good. <laughs> the next season's yeah, great. Yeah, I hope yeah. the people that they choose will be great. Uh, some, one thing that already is good is the Radio Times have said that the BBC have said that they're not going to rest 
the show, yeah. which is a, yeah. a word being used. In other words, people are saying, oh, they're probably going to cancel it soon. Yeah, they'll cancel it. No, they're, they're not going to rest it. They're not going to cut it short. They're going to have the next generation come along. But even if they did, all they do is a survival kind of ending, which, by the way, I really like the ending to survival. It's the only way you can end Doctor Who imply that the Doctor and their current companion go off for an adventure, the next adventure, but we just won't see it. And then maybe Big Finish will cover it or book Mm. series will cover it, which is what happened, and it will happen again when the show does go off our screens for a prolonged period of time. But I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Anyway, that was a bit of a random. First time I've managed to express out loud my opinions. I haven't written about them much online either. Just I did the night we heard the news, but I haven't done it since then. So, yeah. Thank you for the podcast. Hopefully I'll be able to keep up and keep sending in feedback and hopefully no lockdowns disrupt any of us. And I hope me saying this doesn't make that happen for you guys because I see from afar what's going on there and I kind of scratch my head. But anyway, let's not delve into that. Let's uh, keep away from the the scary reality and talk about, I don't know, scary fiction or something. Anyway, (laughs) let's just talk about fiction. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for the podcast. Speak to you next time I manage to do that. Thank you. Can I just say that Jean's extremely lucky that that Adam or I can edit out what she did in the <laughs> yeah, middle of that feedback? I mean, behaviour. Talk about put the attention on me. They couldn't even see your boobs. I thought I turned it on silent. Oh yeah. My brain don't work that way. I don't mind that, but it's the twice. Oh, it's not working. Let's turn that off. Sweating frantically at her tablet. Like the thing was about to bite her pony. No, there's no excuse for you. I think you made an interesting point in terms of the writer. Feely, what's her name? Who did um, Fleabag? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Is she busy? (laughs) Pretty busy, but you never know. She's doing um, Raiders at the moment. She she was working Raiders Lost Ark and probably still is, given they got delayed because he got injured again. Mm, Uh, Again. (laughs) Take the hint, man. Take the hint. You're 120 years old. (laughs) Talking of a hiatus. Yeah. Everything in Doctor Who should be rested. But if you look back at classic Who, okay, it was eventually rested but if you'd rested it after the low figures at the end of Troughton's yeah. you would never have got Pertuss mm. which rated yeah. it right back up and then let alone what happened with Tom Baker yeah. when it is the biggest thing on TV the yeah. Hinchcliffe he is also, so it's not that it, it needs to be rested for it to be reinvented you just no. need a great team yeah. Yeah. The, other, the other reason you don't need it to really rest it is when you look back at the original era it was on for about 48 weeks out of 52 yeah. <laughs> we're lucky if we get 12 seasons mm. yeah. 12, 12 one hour well less than one hour stories in 18 months it, yeah. the season yeah. the seasons have become longer apart mm. and shorter in themselves yes I mean someone did something about how many years yeah. a doctor has been on well when you look at the number of years an actor is cast in the role and the number of stories they do in that period, yeah. the two figures are actually quite misleading to each other, apart from Paul McGann, which we know one and 17 years. Yeah. He was not for a long time. He was. He was the longest <laughs> running doctor. But, you know, whereas you think of Pat Troughton did, what, 
two and a half, three years, but how many... Just under three years. Well, three How many episodes? I know it was episodic rather than stories, but how many episodes they were were banging out each week for so long? Yeah, why the Doctor frequently got hit on the head and disappears when they do it. But, you know, the show show does get rested Yeah, as as we've said, it happens every time there's a new Doctor... And social media makes it just all the more prevalent, yeah. is, oh, should it be rested now? Oh, that doctor wasn't very good. What's the, the new doctor going to be like? Or, oh, that doctor was brilliant. They will never get a replacement for them. It's, it's um, the circle, isn't it? Yeah. The doctor is brilliant. No one replaced them. Yeah. This I whole, hate this new doctor. Oh, this new doctor's okay. I love this new doctor. They're the best person ever to play <laughs> yeah. the doctor. The doctor is brilliant. No one will replace them. I hate this, this new, new actor yeah, to play the doctor. all the way round. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a personal front, I'm I'm looking forward now to Jodie Whittaker's big finish years. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Not got Capaldi yet, are we? Or Smith, for that matter. Anyway, lead us... Oh, no, before you lead us out, write to us. <laughs> Show at staggeringstories.net. Yeah, Do it. Plenty to talk about. Oh, yes. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. Thank God. <laughs> but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Hooray! Oh. No! <laughs> more fun frivolity and jollity more news and reviews more who old and new I was being looked at askew so until that J for Jody. jolly jubilant Jezebel juxtaposed holding jelly jubblies and jam <laughs> jigglingly joins us <laughs> jestingly joyfully from the Jurassic era this is me crumbly saying in a jar <laughs> what a jinx this is me crumbly saying <laughs> Be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. See ya. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 373, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente and fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. We, we had a serious discussion. Mm-hmm. And we didn't come to blows. The only yeah, thing I think Chibbers has done, done successfully is... Oh, God, what was that detective thing? Bullchurch. Bullchurch, yeah. Bullchurch. And there was me That's thinking good. all the arguments would come with the watch. <laughs> Jean, I hope I wasn't too... I was, I was, I was respectful about your point of view. Yes. I disagreed with it completely. Oh, yeah. Probably tell. <laughs> Part of me kind of also disagrees with it, but part of me also does just get so annoyed with how they write for her sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, I've got to admit, the writing hasn't been... The the only major Doctor Who element, speech, for want of a better word, was the uh, the Chateau... (laughs) (laughs) Tongue stuck. The tongue stuck. was the Frankenstein one, the Chateau of... This is it. Do we watch it? And that's... In halfway th- yeah. towards the end of her second Most of them season, get a big speech, get a big lead bit, and everything's done by everyone else. <laughs> she, she got more to do in her second season, like uh, up on the Eiffel Tower. She got to to abuse the, the master a bit. Uh, <laughs> some of the, the scenes again with the master yeah, towards the end of the season were really good. They were yeah. the better scenes. Yeah, so they again, were the better it, ones. We're in the middle of the second season. That yeah, we are. Been... The first season was a bit of a wash for her, yeah. for her character. Anyway, we've spoken yeah, about that. Anyway, go. <laughs> yeah. Moving rapidly on.
Boy. Neil Gaiman wasn't impressed, was he? Was he not? No. Do you see that quote? Uh, what was it? Yeah, got it here, so. Was that um, the bollocks quote? <laughs> yeah. It, he compared to Batman. Batman, if he's now a news reporter in a yellow trench coat with a pet bat. <laughs> that's how, how he equated it to Discworld. I think, I think that what hasn't helped is uh, the showrunner saying five years ago I wrote these words in a second-hand dimension which is how the book starts I thought this was that one I thought this was that yeah yeah I haven't seen what uh, Pratchett's daughter thought of this. I I assume the rage is just too... (laughs) She said very little, but, uh, yeah, her silence speaks uh, volumes. I think she said it shared no DNA with her her father's work. That's about as far as she went. Parasits in the old gum tree. Merry, merry king of the bushes, he. You have to do it in a round robin. Life must be... Right, shall I do... The junk that uh, yeah. the first dog to bit. Well, I'm happy to do that, because that was pretty much Stream wind it up and let it go. Yeah, it wasn't pretty much George Eddie's. No, I don't, <laughs> think, anyone, I don't yeah. think anyone swore, did they? Apart no. from nuggets over there. I think, I think there, may, there, there may have been a little bit of swearing when somebody mentioned Sasa Dijuan, <laughs> and maybe another little bit of swearing when somebody mentioned Richard Adiola. Adi- but, <laughs> But that was about it. Okay, I'll, Arthur do, I'll do. His I'll, do a, I'll do the first off. But right. none of us mentioned Chris Marshall, so we didn't. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Sorry. 